0: Today on the 5-Minute Theory Podcast, we are continuing our look at motorways. Welcome to the 5-Minute Theory Podcast. This is a show where we give you bite-sized chunks of theory goodness to help you learn, understand and pass your theory test. And today, we are continuing our theme of motorways and we're going to be looking at variable speed limits. But before we get into that, I want to take a second to remind you to click subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's Spotify or Apple. Go and click subscribe so every time there is a new episode, it drops straight into your feed, ready for you to learn some more of the theory. And just a quick thank you and a reminder actually that I really appreciate it when you guys let me know how you're getting on with the theory. So I've had a few messages recently, people telling me they're past or they've passed a driving test or they're finding the show really useful. I really love it when you do that, it makes, me, makes it all worthwhile. I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but it's true. So you can send them in at Learn at tcdrive.co.uk or you can find me on the socials, all that stuff you can find at tcdrive.co.uk or head over to the show notes for this episode and you can find it there. But I did say we will continue with motorways today, so let's get stuck in because we're going to start off with a very specific question, which is, what helps reduce traffic bunching on a motorway? Now, before we get into the topics, I want to look at that term, traffic bunching. What does that mean? Basically, it means a traffic bunching up. So, queuing, essentially. Now, that could be queuing, like, slow-moving traffic, you know, 5, 10 miles an hour. Or it could be queuing where you're all just backed up together and no one's moving and everyone's just sat, you know, trying not to look at each other in the car. But that's what traffic bunching is. When we're looking at this specific question, sometimes the option may be variable speed limits, contraflow systems, national speed limits, and lane closures. So the answer to this would be variable speed limits. So let me explain what they are. Now, essentially on a motorway, you may have overhead gantries, and they will have electronic signs on. So they are signs that they may provide a red cross, or they may tell you what the lane's doing further down. Sometimes they'll have arrows in, um, but often they'll have speed limits in. So the national speed limit for a motorway is 70 miles an hour. But sometimes these signs will come up and they'll say 50, 40, 30, whatever the speed is. What often happens on the motorway is you're driving down, you see the speed limit change to 40. So you slow down to 40, you do 40 for a bit. Then it changes back to your national speed limit again. And you drive on and you start cursing because like, well, why did I have to slow down? Nothing was there the reason you slowed down was to reduce that traffic bunching, was to reduce the queue. If that 40-mile-hour limit hadn't been in place, the chances are everyone would have wound up queuing because something would have happened, there would have been too much traffic, too much congestion, and it causes a right old queue. Whereas by slowing down parts of the traffic, parts of the motorway, it actually keeps it going and stops everyone having to slow down quite so much. So that's what variable speed limits are, and that's how it helps the motorway, or at least that's how it helps the traffic bunching on the motorway. So hope that makes sense. Variable speed limits will alter the speed limit for certain sections of the motorway, and that is a legal speed limit, so you have to stick to that speed limit. So even if you're doing it and someone comes bombing past you on the outside, you still need to stick to your speed limit. So I hope that helps you with that question. I am going to give you one more bonus one, because when I was looking through, I came across this, and I mentioned it actually on last week's episode. So I'm keen to know if you guys actually get this note when I ask. What restrictions apply to people who have a provisional driving license? They can't drive over 30 miles an hour, they can't drive at night, they can't drive unaccompanied, or they can't drive with more than one passenger. So you need to drive accompanied and it's the same on motorways. I mentioned this in last week's episode on motorways. You are allowed to practice now with a driving instructor. You are not allowed to practice with a parent or someone that's training to be an instructor or or anyone else. You can practice on motorways with a qualified driving instructor. However, Make sure that you're both happy with that. Your instructor needs to feel confident that you can manage those situations and you need to feel confident that you can manage those situations. So it's a little bonus one for you there. You can go on a motorway with your driving instructor. Well, so thank you for listening. Hope you found that useful. Hope you find this little motorway series we've got going on quite useful. And if you want to find out more, anything else about the theory test, you want further training, in-depth training, anything like that, head over to the sponsors of the show, Theory Test Explained. That's run by Chris Benstead, who is a theory test whiz. He knows more more about the theory test than most people have forgotten. Check him out for one-to-one training. You can find links in the show notes or on my website, tcdrive.co.uk. So all that's left for me to say, is stay safe, drive safer.